The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. Now, the most recent figures show that around 21,000 refugees have arrived here from Ukraine since Russia's invasion. And my next guest is making sure that these people are greeted with a warm welcome and a friendly face and a practical starting point as they try to navigate their new lives in Ireland for the meantime. Oksana Karbiska, good morning to you. Good morning. Oksana, can I ask you, first of all, how long have you been living in Ireland? Uh, I was come over to Ireland in 2009. So uh, around 13 years now. Yeah, a long time. And you've got three children here and your husband, who's Polish, he's been here just yes. before you. So you've got yes. you've got good roots down. What part of Ireland are you based in? Uh, we're living in uh, County Kildare. Do you remember when yes. you first came here, how you settled? Was it was it easy to adapt to, to life here? Um, to be honest with you, I was feel uh, very depressed. Oh, wow. <laughs> just because of the weather. The second thing was uh, the culture tradition. There was you know, a dramatic people, change wasn't there? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. But uh, uh, I also find that people was really, really warm and always like um, open and uh, helping, you know. Oh good, so well, I'm that glad. was amazing. That yeah. was amazing, yeah. And you did settle and, and your children and your, and your husband settled and, and you started working with the Irish Wheelchair Association. Can you tell me what you did for them? started working with them nearly two years ago mm-hmm. and I'm working as a healthcare worker. Uh, I'm just uh, caring about the people on the wheelchair. So uh, I very enjoy my job and at the moment I'm just sick. I can't attend to, to work. Because you hurt your back and it's a physically demanding job, isn't it? Uh, yes, exactly. We just need to transfer people uh, you know, hoisting them, and mm-hmm. I can't do that physically now. Yes, but but you do have that skill and talent when it comes to caring, and, and obviously going to come useful in what we're, we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, what you're doing for refugees, but I want to ask you first of all: Do you still have family back in home in Ukraine? Yeah, there is uh, all my family: my brother, my father, uh, my mom. Actually, now she's in uh, Poland. Yes. She's uh, working as a healthcare as well. She's caring about the older people. And she went to Poland before it happened in Ukraine. So she's still there. She's in Warsaw. Oh, my brother and my father, they're still living in Ukraine, uh, close to Polish border. So they're not really uh, bad. They're safe at the moment, but just worried every single day. Uh, you know, and my youngest sister... She's only 24 years old. She's mm-hmm. uh, in Czech Republic with her boyfriend. Okay. And they save up the moment as well. They're getting a lot of help from Czech people. You and, know. and they went there when the war broke out? Yes, yeah. Your yes, dad, exactly. tell me about your dad. He's a retired military man. He's 65, uh, but he doesn't yes. want to leave, does he? Basically, when I ask him if he okay to come over to us to join uh my family in Ireland, he says, absolutely no. He said, I was born here. I was working uh, in army. So I need to stay here and I will, yeah, I will fight for my country. Like, you know, yeah. that was something heartbroken, you know. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, Speaks to what we're seeing, the incredible strength and resilience and pride of the Ukrainian people in their homeland. 
Exactly, yeah. It, you know, it's very hard. It's very hard to uh, leave everything and just move to the other country, you know. It's, yeah. it's not easy. Yeah. So um, to get to the happier end of, of this and uh, uh, how you're providing your services, how do you get approached to be an interpreter? Um, actually, I, I feel that's the only way how can I help mm-hmm. the people from my country, you know. So I'm really happy to do it. If somebody needs, you know, um, help or giving them a hug on talk or talk to them or even just, you know, stay and drinking coffee, I, I, I would do that, like, with the pleasure, you know, yeah. because people are very stressed. And uh, I met already a few people who come over uh, and they very scary. They're very, like, um, upset. And very sad. And here, actually, they're. Um, and we should know, say first, uh, first of all that you're you're meeting them in Bewley's, aren't you, on Grafton Street in Dublin? Yeah. And that's yes. you're working as an interpreter on behalf of the Red Cross. And um, I'm a volunteer. Yeah. I'm and, a volunteer. Because you, you're on you're on sick leave because you can't physically do the work in the wheelchair association. So you're meeting people. Can you tell us first of all what you're what you're doing, what what um, services you're providing to the refugees, and, and what their needs and wants are at the moment? We have um, websites that people can uh, check all, uh, you know, clear information, updating information. And we just like working with the Irish Red Cross. Yeah, I mean, it's hugely helpful stuff. It's practical stuff, accommodation, getting a job, what they can do yeah. if they don't have good English. Yeah. Now, just before I interrupted you, just to tell the, the background that, that it's in, it's happening in Bewley's and, and, and what exactly you're doing. You're meeting people coming from a war zone, uh, from your place. Can you tell us what the, the experiences you've heard so far and how they're getting on? The people who I already met, they uh, actually have um, English Mm-hmm. They're okay to talk. They don't really need um translator. But the things like accommodation and the job and then medical uh, service in Ireland, that was the main thing that they asked me to help them. Where they can go, how they can stay in accommodation. They got, uh, like, exa- for example, it was um, hotels. Uh, or private uh, accommodation from private people. How are the people you've spoken to? Um, yeah, they're very upset. Uh, mm. There was a few um, refugees, like older women, and they was crying. They was very um, stressed, and they're not confident. They don't don't know what to do, how their life will be. And they said, we don't really want to leave the country because... Uh, the place where we born, we want to stay, yeah. you know. It's a understandable. It is totally understandable. And you've noticed a big difference between the reaction of, of the older people to the younger generation. Yes, of course. Yeah, the, the younger, um, like, they can do a lot of things by themselves. You know, they more uh, feel confident with the English they can find a job, but they're older. They're just worried. They have yeah. a big stress and, uh, you know, they, they don't know what will happen in the next few days. Is there anger among the younger group? Um, the younger are more, like, adaptive, you know, Yeah, I would say. But, the, but they're glad to be here. 
in many ways, I presume. Yeah. With the, with their children, or would they glad? Would they prefer to be to back some of them? I think you found would prefer to go back and fight. Yes, there was a girl who was come over, actually woman over thirties, and she has she's a single mother with her daughter. Her daughter was ten years old, and she said, "I would take a gun and go back and just by fighting for my." country yeah. but because of my child I couldn't do that because I, I just I, I feel more need for my child and you know so that's that's very like you know unbelievable and heartbreaking yeah it's a stressful challenge for, yeah. for everyone yeah uh, so people uh, if, if they know Ukrainians they can go to Bewley's on Grafton Street in Dublin uh, there's going to be a sign now in Ukrainian directing people to the service and you'll be there um, the you or other interpreters in, a, in an Irish Red Cross t-shirt. Isn't that the best way to find you? Yes, yes, exactly. And yeah. ask all the questions and get help in their, in their own language, which makes a huge difference, doesn't it, coming from such a traumatic experience? Yes. Listen, Oksana, yes, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you and uh, wish you the best luck. I hope your family stay safe and well and uh, look after yourself as well. Of course I will. 